It's the final episode of the show. It had to end sometime, we know. But after seven plus years, we're holding back tears because none of us wanted to go. We smile, thus let us not cry. Don't dwell on the hows and the whys. We shall all give our best to Jared and the rest and say thank you instead of goodbye. Thank you, everyone, sincerely. Thank you for making this hockey-themed Hicks show. As a special treat and as a token of our appreciation, we've decided to debut Gratitude from Far and Wide. Hey, Jared. Hello from Bangor, Maine. My name's Jeff, and I just wanted to say thank you for creating an amazing show that has brought so many people together. You're a really good guy. Hope to see you in Sudbury someday. Thank you, Jared, from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Thank you, Jared, from Borgot, North Carolina. Jared, thank you for everything you have done creating the universe. From Josh, here in Shippensburg, Pennsylvania. Jared, you beautiful cunt. Thank you from the world's most isolated capital city, Perth, Australia. Jared, congratulations on an amazing run. Thank you for everything. From Harrisonburg, Virginia. From the traditional territories of the Haudenosaunee and Mississaugas of the Credit, thank you, Jared, for creating something so special, magical, and uniquely Canadian. From Awesome in San Francisco. Hey, Jared. Just want to send you a heartfelt thank you from the Jersey Shore for creating the wonderful world of Letterkenny. Thanks, bud. From the bottom of my heart, thank you, Jared, and everyone else involved. From Jack in Nam, Melbourne, Australia. Chad from Minneapolis, Minnesota. Thank you, Jared. Thank you so much, Jared, from Deltona, Florida. You. Thank you, Jared, from Duluth, Minnesota. You. Jared, this is Tobias from Missouri. I want to thank you for what on my street is called the perfect show. Letter Kitty. Thank you so much for all you've done over the last few years. Thanks for everything, Jared. Jay from Edmonton. Hey, Jared. Joey here from Denver, Colorado. Just want to say thank you for pouring your heart and soul into a show that has brought hundreds of us here at the Produce Stand podcast together and created a community that we've all grown to love and be a part of. Appreciate your time and your effort for everything you put into this show. Thanks. Thank you, Jared, from Birmingham, UK. Thanks, Jared. This is from Justin in England for 12 Seasons of Good Times and Great Stories. Can't wait for the next great thing you do. Thank you, Jared, from YYZ. Hey, Jared, this is Aaron from Chicago, USA. Thank you so much for creating Letterkenny and Shorzy and for being the impetus of some of the most incredible experiences of my life. Way to set the tone. I appreciate you, bud. To Jared, Jacob, and the whole Letterkenny gang, thanks from Mississippi. Can't wait to see what's next. Jared, am I pronouncing that right? Jared, it's Ruben like the Sando and Monty the Pug. We just wanted to say thank you from Tampa, Florida. From Washington, Michigan. We appreciate you, Jared. That fresh produce stand there. That's a beauty. What do you listen to? My favorite murder podcast. Taggart and Torrance podcast. The produce stand. Ah, fucking sexy. I'm not crying, you're crying. It's Thursday, Thursday, and that means we are once again hanging out at the produce stand, a podcast paying tribute to everything in the universe. Oh, boy. 
now. Don't you thinking there may be a lot of Kenny podcasts out there, but this one's probably going to get a little teary tonight. I'm Al, your host, and joining me in the room, as always, is a lovely Tanya. And online, we have Squirrely Matt and the very stagnant Victor. Uh, <clears throat> and joining us this week, he's coming off the bench because, uh, unfortunately, uh, Jen uh, was sick and she couldn't make it. So instead, we have the man from Mississippi, our resident limericist, a member of the TakeOver team, and a good guy. He's a really good guy. Please join me in making some noise, noise for Trace. Wondrous! Oh my god! Hey, oh, my god. Yeah. oh my god! Oh my god! Wait, 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 <laughs> thank you thank you good to be here uh, and now i i'm being descriptive but i'm also reading off what you, what your what your uh, sweatshirt says <laughs> you're wearing your big sexy sweatshirt um and on the live stream we have a full house tonight we have awesome casey cats in the bag chad uh cutler's on here aaron jeff joey uh casey liz mike uh matt tobias uh yyz gord and and zach are, are on the live stream like uh, predictably we have a, a pretty uh, full house tonight, uh, so why don't we get started on this? How are you now? Tonight's lineup is going to be Tanya, Matt, Victor, myself, and our guest Trace will have the last word. Tan, how have you been? Hi, I'm first. Here I <laughs> yes. am. Trace, it's nice to see you. I love your shirt. Big sexy. Um, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that was the best opening ever. Right? I love that so much. Thank you to everyone who sent that uh, the the messages in and for yes. whoever uh, thought it up and and triggered it. There's a brainstorm last I week in the it. after party that uh, I think we all kind of came together and thought, you know, uh, rather than just limerick, what can we do? And 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 thanking Jared just seemed like the right thing. And yeah, yeah all, all our, all our right Discord thing. members uh, sent in. I think I had twenty some messages. So thank you guys for for doing That's that. Um, there's a lot of tears in the live stream, and uh, and you know it, it got a little dusty here too because uh, uh, that was so powerful. Yeah, yes. That was so that was so awesome. Mm-hmm. So so awesome. I love hearing everyone's voice. It's it's. Uh, It is going to be a a wee bit of a teary night, but uh, hopefully a great night. Um, the week, um, I'm dealing with a foot injury. Uh, so that's really, um, my whole week has just been dealing with, uh, foot pain and trying to, uh, fix it. So that's, that's sad. Been rolling on your your tennis ball. I've I've been on, um, I, I go from, uh, ice packs to tennis balls to, uh, tensor bandages and oh my god is it ever painful so yeah um n- n- you know uh if anyone is uh working from home and doesn't do a whole lot of walking anymore um put shoes on <laughs> if if you're if you, you just maybe should put some indoor shoes on and uh some support for your feet because uh, if you don't, you can get some bad arches and pain, and it's Plantar not plantar fasciitis. It, whatever, it's, it, it's uh, a fancy it's a word for bad. Oh, foot Matt, pain. you've had this. Oh yeah, yeah. Have I, you? Oh, I had it. Mine lasted like six months. Oh, it was fuck, awful. Don't tell me that. I, I remember. I remember. I, went, I know. I know. It goes and everyone gets it different, but I remember I kept a golf ball under my desk after that because I'd roll my foot on that just mm-hmm. to try to alleviate some of the pain. Yeah, um, but it sucks. Wearing wrong shoes is what causes that. Yeah. Tobias says a frozen two-liter bottle. Um, that, well, that's, that's a good idea. Oh, that's, oh, good. that's a great idea. Something yeah. you Thank can you roll, so but that, I like that. That's, that's a good one. Frozen mm. two-liter. I'm going to totally try that because uh, 
yeah, I'm I'm not having a good time. We're gonna of have it. an exploded and, uh, Coke bottle in the freezer. Well, you know, maybe I'll <laughs> empty it out and put water. No, just remember, in. three quarters full, three quarters full. Uh, water right. it. Yeah. yeah. So that's pretty much um, my yeah, so. week. Okay, Matt, how about you? Uh, first, the, the intro. Um, yeah, thank you everyone for sending mm-hmm. in that stuff. That that was so powerful. Um, and and I love that everyone. I mean, we know most everyone that that sent in quite well by this point and i love it and we got exactly expected from each person and it made me so happy Mm -hmm. um so and and you just you guys know what i'm talking about and just thank you and i I know i know jared listens and i hope he hears that Mm -hmm. and it's so genuine and heartfelt and important and um i'm glad that this was the route we went to kick it off so um that was amazing my week um i'm six fuck you um, sound sick. I thought yeah, I'm like, if, if I'm, I'm going to try to <laughs> mute myself, if I start coughing or if I'm all sniffly, um, I'm sick as fuck, but I was not missing this one for the world. Well, uh, I call Jen you squirrely. Yeah. Jen tried to convince me to, to take the night off, but I'm like, no, this is the, this is, no, not on, not, do you have that fever? Not on Rex Manning day. <laughs> so, um, but anyways, I've got some rye, you know, oh, alcohol dear. kills Germs. poison. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> My week, aside from that, uh, I've gotten to a couple new shows. So they're not new, but to me, they're new. I finally caught up and watched Gen V, the first season, the spinoff from The Boys. Yeah. Um, holy fucked up that is. Amazing, but... A little fucked up. A little fucked up. Even more fucked up than, parents. The, than The Boys? Like, The Boys is pretty oh, fucked yeah. up. Really? Yeah. Really? More fucked up than oh, The Boys. They, they hit some real topics wow. <laughs> um, that, and they put them right in the forefront. Um, very well done. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. I love the boys and it, I kind of knew what I was walking into, but I was very surprised by some of the angles and some of the takes. So. And, and when you've seen it, they show it to you again. And in the next episode, just in case you missed it, they start with <laughs> yeah. showing it to you again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They don't, they don't <laughs> shy away from those things. But um, anyways, it was a fun watch. Um, also watch, and I will say first i'm not a video big video game person i'm not familiar with this game very much other than i'm aware that it was huge forever i watched halo um on paramount plus so the halo series um really good Mm. um for a video game taken to uh i'm not even a sci-fi guy but really enjoyed it um Mm. it turned out it was perfect time because they just released season two today i think it was so Mm. um yeah that was definitely how many uh, episodes in a season a Nine, I think there oh, was. Oh, was it short? Yeah, it's it's a sci-fi space cool. fighters. I don't know, it, but it's a really there's a really good story to it. Um, did you so watch? Uh, did you watch Twisted Metal? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. told you. I finished oh, okay, that. okay, that's yeah, right, yeah, we talked about yeah. that because that's another ago. one based um, on a video game that I, I enjoyed. I thought it was yeah, fun. yeah. Oh yeah, the, yeah, that last episode of yeah. Twisted Metal when he lights his head. Oh, yeah, fucking yeah. right. Um, that one just gave me everything I needed for right. a Twisted Metal show. Yeah, um, I was a big player of that game, um, mm-hmm. so that gave me everything. Um, and then finally, uh, we are in the process of buying a new car. So we've found one, actually. Uh, sorry tell your neighbor, Al, no. that his isn't going to work out. Oh, but um, we found what I think is a pretty good deal. Uh, it was a 2019 Highlander, uh, which Toyotas are pretty pretty good, pretty consistent. Mm-hmm. It's only got 14,000 kilometers um, on the car, which we were like, what that's the hell? Nothing. But, that's like, but right? was it in the Highlander ma- magazine voted best? <laughs> Highlander I checked for- all of those. Oh, it was outdoor magazines, like, car, and, and, car and, magazine? and bicycle well, of the year. I, and, and I, I used to invest, I used to, I think Al, you know, listen, I don't know if I ever talked, I was a fraud investigator at one mm-hmm. point doing credit card fraud. So I'm naturally paranoid and, and 
open to not being scammed. So immediately when Jen found this vehicle online, because it wasn't through a dealership, Mm -hmm. I'm like, hold on, something's wrong here. There's 14,000, it's five years old. That doesn't make any fucking sense. But when we met the guy, talked to it, all checked out. Um, he's a he's a he works for a tow truck company and he's a certified Ontario bailiff. Uh, so he does repossessions. So this oh. was a vehicle that turns out was involved in a scam operation. Mm-hmm. So they bought the vehicle under false pretenses and then um, then faulted on their first payment and basically put the vehicle into hiding for a year or so. Um, and then they ultimately found it before it got shipped away and whatever. Um, so that's why it, it has basically no mileage on it at all. This guy's been driving around a bit. He brought it down. Um, it was actually up north somewhere, but brought it down the other night to show us because he was coming to the city anyways. It's like it has new car smell. Hmm. Um, wow. So we're, we're so can you start looking for a car for us? We yeah, need can a, we get we need one? A van. <laughs> Talk to Jen, man. She finds these gems. Mm. Um so Monday we're having it. It's going to mechanic, getting certified, and all that. And if all that checks out, we bought ourselves a new vehicle. Uh, Very good. So nice. That's kind of exciting. Yeah. Very exciting. That's my that's my week. Victor? Now I'm here, hanging out with you fine people. Yeah, <laughs> Victor. Yes. Uh, well, first of all, yes. Best cold open ever of all shows and podcasts. <laughs> I think that was incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Aaron holds a special spot in my heart. She she really brought it with hers. Everybody did a great <laughs> yeah, job, but Erin yeah. is my fellow uh, kind of hippo. She set the tone, by, yeah, by yeah. So so she did set the tone. Um, and Erin, sorry, we didn't win. Uh, some lady named Jane somewhere won, but uh, the sweepstakes to go and see Fiona and the family in Cincinnati. Oh, so we're gonna have to do it the old school <laughs> way. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, we had All Star festivities here in the city. Uh, That's we had right. the yeah. NHL yeah. All Star Game in Toronto this year. Those sports. Did you see Michael Bublé? We, we that, saw that's Buble. the best part of the whole. I didn't see yeah, anything else, w- but I saw yeah, Michael Bublé. He was, he was <laughs> microdosing uh, with some shrooms. <laughs> so that was a that's a thing that happened. <laughs> if you haven't uh, seen that clip, go yeah. check it. It was one of the funniest fucking news conferences I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Yeah. Was he that, that high happened. as a kite or what? Oh yeah, he was. Yeah. Uh, he was oh, feeling yeah. That might be a full dose. I'm not yeah. sure about microdose. <laughs> it was. It was like a kit. Like so, if you do if you do the microdosing and you hang out with Bieber at the same time and watch him wear that mushroom of a jacket that he was wearing it's like a it, it like doubles the effect so that that's something special and uh they had uh, tate mccray which is apparently a, a, a something that's that's a big thing she's canadian apparently so that's why they had her there okay um is that a tate and Webb thing <laughs> no Okay. And then, and then, who was the fourth celebrity? I can't remember anymore. Oh, it was uh, Batman. Um, Which one? Uh, the Lego Batman. Oh, uh, Will, Arnett. Will Arnett. Yes. Oh. <laughs> so the, the voice, Batman. the voice. That's right. Uh, I thought you were anyway, going to so say. Was, I, I thought you were going to say it was Drake. Drake's play pe- his role. <laughs> Drake's penis was there because uh, well, then <laughs> that was right. a few days later. Oh, it was a few days later. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so that that was fun. So that I enjoyed that. Um, and we finished probably another incredible show that you guys, I don't even know if you guys know about it, uh, with, um, what's her name? Uh, what's her name? Yeah, um, I know that show. Oh, that what's one. Her name? Brie, what's her name? Brie Larson, uh-huh. uh, Lessons in Chemistry. Oh. So, so uh, it's an the Apple science? show. Mm-hmm. And it is a good not, show. Okay. Real, okay. You know what? Leave your nonsense at the door, Matt, and go watch the show. <laughs> I and didn't you're know if you got me, that. <laughs> and you're going to thank me later. Believe me, it's an awesome, 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 okay. awesome show. Well, anybody who's not who's not going to watch it is missing out. I like I like Brie Larson. I mean, she is Captain Marvel. 
but she's uh, captivating mm-hmm. way, way better, a million times better than whatever she did with stupid Marvels. This is okay. this is this was a great role, and she was incredible in it. So you didn't like and, Marvel and for one the, of them Marvels. Yeah. Was it better than than what she did in Community? Because I thought she was great in Community too. Um, <laughs> no, a couple other couple other uh, fun Wrong fun notes. Um, No, no, she was in Community as as um. A love interest, just just for a few episodes. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> there's there's a villain in the show, uh, played by uh, what's his name, who played Dwight in the Office. So he did a Rain great Wilson. job. And and the comic book uh, guy from the Big Bang Theory, the guy who owned the store. Oh yeah, the the sickly looking guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's also in it, and he's really really good. Uh, it's it's a, such a great show. Uh, please watch it. Okay. You're gonna you're gonna thank me for it. All right, my week. Uh, this uh, Monday, we were supposed to have um, uh, Emily uh, Jade on uh, the podcast. Uh, unfortunately, uh, something came up. And Ellen. Uh, Ellen. Uh, did I say Emily? Uh, sorry, I meant Ellen. Ellen Jade on the podcast. show up. Who, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, man, <shut laughs> Forgive me, Ellen. Wouldn't be the first time he's misnamed. Uh, I've misnamed. I, I mean, didn't I like, call? Directly I called, to their face, yeah, I called actually. Allie yeah. Olivia. Anyway, yeah. so I'm yeah. just bad with names. Uh, she, she was very apologetic. Something came up. She couldn't make it, but uh, we will reschedule that one there. So no worries there but this coming monday we will have camila Cole on uh who is bonnie mcmurray um and then the other thing oh this weekend uh, because i forgot we didn't talk about this um yeah, we did. I see. I told we you. Went, we did uh, Whirly Ball for the first time. And oh my yes. God, that was so much fun. So that was for my my son's birthday. We I t- legit have a bruise. I, 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 <laughs> my stomach, I went too hard, too fast, and into the wall. It, it, so it, anyone that doesn't know what the hell this is, it's bumper cars with scoops and basketball. Uh, well, and a kind w- of, wiffle ball and the target on each end of the it, thing. Yeah, it's, They meshed up it's a bunch crazy. of <laughs> games and, and then they put a butter turn on the, on the car. And instead of a steering wheel, instead of a steering wheel, and I What'd got you call it, it? A, a butter, butter churn. churn. <laughs> Sounds it's like a, a good way to fuck up your foot. Butter, it, oh, a butter churn. Yeah. <laughs> it's a butter churn on the, that's the steering turn. wheel. Anyways, I had it facing me, and I went into the wall, and I was bent forward to get the scoop, and the next thing I know, I got the bloody butter churn into my stomach, into my diaphragm, and I have a, a like a yellow ring bruise on my stomach. It's my turn. Anyway, sir. <laughs> yeah, it's your turn. Anyway, it was a lot of fun, and I it want to do it so again. Much fun. Like, it I, was I want, so I want to, much fun. I want to join a, a whirly ball uh, league. Oh, uh, we are totally opening one near us. <laughs> that is definitely um, what's happening. Yeah, so that was my, my our week, and and we're we're uh, you know still in the first season of uh, Game of Thrones, but really enjoying that. Um, you know, um, again, I forgot how what, what a quality show that was. Like it's so yeah. good. Which we, one? We, Game of Thrones. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Like yeah, brace yourself, Tanya. We want to watch multiple episodes a night, but they're so long. So, uh, <gasps> they're and, so long. yeah, uh, Trace, so good though. Thank you for joining us tonight and for filling in uh, last minute. Um, like I said, Jen was sick and she felt really bad because she really wanted to be here. So hopefully we'll make it up to her in a future episode. But we got you off the bench. Thank you, Bud, so, for joining us. Thank you, sir. Did you decide uh, what you're going to talk about? <laughs> yeah. Uh, first of all, uh, excellent, excellent intro. I mean, for something that was you know just stemmed basically from last uh after party and me mm-hmm. lamenting the fact that my well was pretty much dry and al goes oh i got an idea <laughs> and i was like great i don't have to write anything and uh well i did write a letter and and then liz cleaned it up like she does and uh it turned out beautifully and al that last minute addendum to hey say where you're from yeah that really that really Mm, mm-hmm. That really, that really hit like it was powerful. 
it shows, it shows the reach of it all. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. Yeah, I'm I'm uh, I'm happy we all did that because I want yeah I wanted Jared to hear you know what kind of uh, reach. I mean I'm sure he knows, but still it's it's nice to hear it from from people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and not to you know break my arm, pat myself on the back, but in a season full of excellent intros, mm-hmm. <laughs> that was that was a very 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 good one. Yeah, I, I mean I still, I'll still put Tanya's rap up there, but uh, this one here I oh, think is also a favorite. Yeah. Amazing. Oh wow. Well. That's all her. Um, the uh, rest of the week's been pretty uneventful. Uh, if Since we're talking about TV shows, uh, uh, Liz had brought up to me about uh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Right. And yeah, so far, it is very, 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 very good. Oh, yeah? That's oh, yeah. good to hear. Yeah, it is. I good. mean, it's kind of postmodern meta kind of thing to it, but it's, it's really funny and mm. it's... Well, I mean, really action packed, and boy, the, they spin a buttload on travel. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the Donald Glover, is it? I mean, if, yeah. if, if he picks it, then it's got to be a good role because uh, he's, he's pretty discerning, I think, with what he does. So, because uh, that's, I'm that's, not that's his guy. And yeah. She was like, you need to watch this. And I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, uh, thanks for calling me in. It's uh, kind of a, you know, it's, kind of in the feels to be the guest on the very last episode and mm. whoa whoa last let her, not yeah, our let her last can. episode <laughs> right right, not, right 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 don't but, trip uh, us up here man you know i'm glad to be here and you know let's take this baby home all right yes, let's yes. do that let's start with our twitter roll call i'm seeing the yet light at the end of this tunnel uh welcome to stormy jet from mount healthy ohio i looked it up there's actually a mount healthy ohio uh humpty dumpty matt uh, Hop- hopkins cat daddy ag yale town rsl rob from the ride dave lawrence g lay audrey scorch Maine from australia zane jupiter from liberty missouri joel z or z from la uh el bobito <laughs> Uh, Mike Moore from New Hampshire, uh, Monstrous Reprobate from Cincy, uh, Greg Walker from Sarnia, Ontario, Gerald, Gerald Piddock from Waikato Region, New Zealand, uh, Blanco Heffy from uh, Vancouver, Sterling, uh, Aaron Derps from Pennsylvania, Grant from New York, Ellen McKnight from Deep Dirty South, Wickerty Whack, Axel Rodcasts, Adam from Pennsylvania, Nola, Nola Saint from Thibodeau, Louisiana, fuck you, Thibodeau. Uh, Chris Musser from Clarion, <laughs> Pennsylvania. Light Dem- Dem- Demoniac. Uh, Corey J- Jastrom from South Dakota. Larry Harvey. Uh, Wowie. Jamie Hallahan from Quincy. Uh, and that is in Massachusetts. Which uh, uh, Cutler is on the live stream, so uh, he just heard his name there, or his voice anyway. Um, Andrew Melnick from West Palm Beach, Florida. Medium Gambies, uh, Caco Villanueva from Miami. Eric Johnson, uh, Johnson from, is it Worcester, Massachusetts, or is it Worcester? Whatever. A uh, Jab Man, Worcester. is it Worcester? Uh, Worcester. Jab Man, David <laughs> Levine, New from New Jersey. OG White Shadow, Jessica Hawthorne, Lance, Dave Thompson from Exmouth, Devon, UK. 530 Commander Bates from California, Goddess Ember, Psychic Kumquat, uh, Port- <laughs> Portland Pat from Oregon, and uh, John Gravy, Dr- uh, Grady, and Marilyn Kristen. Thank you all for uh, following and hopefully for listening. You can't. Previously on Letter Kenny. What's that? You can't hear Kumquat without laughing. <laughs> no, it's, I think it's, it's a, a very <laughs> funny, yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I don't, I'm sorry. Just <laughs> cutting, make sure that's out there, right, Dan? <laughs> <laughs> it's true. 
Last week, we recapped and reviewed episode five of Letter Kenny season 12. Stuck. That episode received a fresh rating from everyone except for Victor. Oh, no, that was the wrong one. I wanted to, I wanted, I wanted to do this one here. They nailed that one, bud. I know. I did. <laughs> Buttons aren't toys. Uh, according to our scientific it's Twitter labeled. poll. You should I know, know right? One job. According to our scientific Twitter poll, 69% noise gave it a fresh, 28.6% gave it a clearance, and 2.4% gave it a compost. This noise. week, we recap and review Letterkenny's series finale, Over and Out. Tan, have you done your homework? It is. Matt, have you done your homework? Multiple. Victor, have you done your homework? Is it? <laughs> I've done my homework, and <laughs> Trace, have you done your homework? Just barely. All right, here we go. So... Well, don't bore us. Get to the chorus. We open with the Hicks on the farmhouse back porch talking about the Stork report being dropped out of the Letterkenny banner. Uh, Derry thinks this is a good thing. Wayne is confused. What does Derry have against the Stork report? It's inappropriate to have a quarter page column on page two of the banner always announcing which nutsex had kids. Still more than eighth of the page. Might split in hairs. And it's always just often on page two. I'd have it right up front if I could. Fucking A. Why do you used to like the Stork Report so much? It's fun to read. I get to go, oh, they had the kids. No, it's fun to read because I get to go, oh, they had a kid. <laughs> Derry thinks <laughs> it should be all business on page two. He opens the banner to see important current events like police briefs or a calf auction or Comancheros show and shine or Squirly Dan adds Letterkenny Legionnaire scores and Wayne adds uh, the banner blitz with Dan McNee. Now, production note. Common Cherry or Common Chero is a car club in Listowel in uh, Jared's hometown. And every year they do a show and shine event with more than 200 vehicles to, that fill uh, Listowel Memorial Park. And the proceeds go to the North Perth Community Hospice. So hmm. that is an actual event. And the other pr- production note, Dan McNee. Uh, who he also mentions is an actual newspaper reporter from Listowel again, and a buddy of Jared Kiso. So there That's you go. That's awesome. Uh, back to the stork chatter. Derry doesn't like the name. First, no stork has carried a baby anywhere. This point gets Wayne's attention. Secondly, storks aren't native to the area. Squirly Dan suggests they call it the blue heron report, but Derry maintains neither of those birds can carry babies anywhere. Stop being cute. Just give them, give them the news. There's a long pause. Wayne's staring off into the distance pensively. He uh, thinks what Derry just said is absurd. Derry challenges Wayne. Who's going to teach the stork how to carry a baby? Wayne says it's pretty obvious, and Squirrel Dan agrees. A falconer could teach a stork how to carry a baby. Derry's confused. What's a falconer? Wayne replies, one who practices falconry, of course. As uh, Squirrel Dan explains that falconing is the acts of calling over a bird. Um, which it isn't. The production of their falconry is defined as the hunting of wild animals in their natural state and habitat by means of trained bird of prey. I don't think penguins are considered birds of prey. <laughs> Boy, do I know. Uh, because Derry asks, uh, can a penguin be a falcon? Uh, can, can you do falconry with penguins? And they said yes. Uh, back to the score- stork talk. Squally Dan asks Wayne if he's maybe confusing storks with pelicans. Derry's still stuck on the falconry. What if it's a turkey? Wayne says turkeys get falconed all the time. There's probably someone out there falconing one right now. <laughs> I thought they were going to get into an ostrich, but I guess they did. <laughs> no, they didn't get. Derry posits that you need two dozen storks to get a baby airborne. 
Squirrely Dan questions whether you could get 24 birds cooperating towards a common goal today in this social political uh, climate. He adds that you'd need science on your side, and the conversation takes a, a very familiar turn. Peregrine falcon, or peregrine, fastest traveler of any bird of prey. Top speed of about 240 mile an hour. Works out to about 390 kilometers per hour, gives or takes. Wow, that's fast. Fastest hunters on planet Earth. It's okay, Derry, Derry, okay. Falconer's falconing a peregrine. Only elite falconers fucks with peregrines. The falconer puts his arm out, okay? Means it's time for the bird to come over. Now that cocksucker is <laughs> darting around thousands of feet in the air currently. I'm thinking about 3,500 feet. Exactly what I was thinking, about 3,500. Now he's got all sort of gopher, exactly. groundhog, and mouse's blow. He could bomb down on at any time, 240 mile an hour. Eats what he wants, when he wants. But despite all that choice below dairy. Rolls his oysters. Limited options for snacks. Shooting fish in the barrels. The peregrine sees the falconer's arm out. Here's, and rather than pillaging the land, his land, the world's fastest hunter says, mm -mm, I'm going to land on that nutsack's arm instead. For what? A peanut. Have to at least be the cashews. Oh, he'd have all sort of nut. Wow. Falconer's powerful. Falconer could get the peregrine to pull his dick out of his sweetie mid-slide. <laughs> you don't think it could get a stork to carry a baby? He's got to there, Darius. Uh, cut to Wayne in his own with uh, with puppies, admitting that, not that it changes anything, but he was confusing storks with pelicans. And cue the opening theme. All right, that's the cold open. <laughs> Tan, what did you think of that cold open? Awesome. Oh, oh. so uh, opening is the back porch. And I as mm -hmm. soon as I saw that shot and and the, the camera <laughs> and where we were opening into just mm -hmm. got so nostalgic, nostalgic <laughs> and so, so happy that, you know, there's Squirrely Dan and Wayne and Derry and Derry's with the boys and they're together where they should be on the back porch. And that angle that you know we we so have talked about uh, uh over and over again and we it, actually it, took a picture of ourselves in that angle we yeah we, we did it, it was it would just felt right um and them talking nonsense um you know reminds me of the conversations when they had talked about uh opening up Ball sacks and on on skateboards and uh, uh, yeah, ants, sedus, yeah. um, you know, nonsense. Um, the falcony, the uh, falcon, falcony, falconry, falconing, falconing stuff. Falk off there, big sexy. <laughs> um, it was comical. They they played with it. There was moments where it was pretty funny. Um, I was uh, mesmerized by how Wayne was getting a whistle out um, with his mouth in the shape that it was in. But I don't know why, but that was thing to do. I don't. Yeah, it was a weird, like not a other. It looked like he was whistling down. Anyways, it mm. was it was mesmerizing, and I watched it repeatedly. Um, yeah, it was good. Okay. Matt. <laughs> I liked it. It was, I mean, Dan, Tim made a few good points there about exactly what I was saying. It, it felt like a good old fashioned letter. Kenny open, mm. um, silly, pretty stupid, yet brilliant all at the same time. Um, the banter was all over the map, kind of went down some path. You didn't expect, um, had me fact checking all the way too. I didn't, <laughs> right. I didn't know falconry extended <laughs> beyond falcons mm -hmm. so i he kept saying that i'm like why is it this is so wrong mm -hmm. so here i went down this rabbit hole where i'm wikipedia falconry and i'm like oh guess it is yeah it's all birds of prey they just 
group into falconry. So yeah, but penguin, penguins know. are not birds of prey. Neither are turkeys. So I don't know if you well, can falcon. Uh, okay. I don't know. Where do you Plus, they where said do, it's where do you the draw the line calling, out? Not, where do you draw they, the line? Yeah. They said it's the act of calling a bird, not hunting for a bird. Well, but I looked up the actual definition of falconing is yeah. hunting with birds of prey. And it, it, so, Isn't it calling a bird to your arm? No, like that no. That might be part of it, using but it's them not for the whole thing. Yeah, you're using yeah. them for hunting All I'm purposes. saying is they got it wrong. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah purpose, for sure. Yeah, exactly. They got it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For hunting it purposes, up. though? Yeah. Hmm. The, the, only, the only qualm I had with this one, uh, again, and this is so minor, Mm-hmm. I felt like Wayne's position at the beginning felt out of character when he was taught when they were talking about the stork report mm-hmm. and how he was excited for it. He's like, yeah, I get to be like, they had a kid because historically Wayne doesn't give off the impression that he likes children. Yeah. But so, the way he said it was like, they had a kid, not, he wasn't excited for them. He was like, I don't know. I, I read it as, kind no, of like, I, no, I, I saw, no, I saw it as a, like, like they had a kid, those losers. Yeah. yeah oh, you took too. it as you was took, I did spinning too. it in a dark yeah. way. Oh, that's not how I read it. Cause yeah. he kind of wanted it there to comment on it. So I don't know. May, maybe you're right. But that, that was one thing that just caught me. But overall, I thought this was, it, it, it was, yeah, kind of nostalgic, um, a fun, playful, open, um, exactly what I wanted. So yeah, it was good. Victor. Yeah, they went back to what works. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only thing that uh, kind of stood out for me is I can't remember last time I read <laughs> the new, a newspaper, a traditional newspaper. <laughs> so, they still make those? Uh, yeah, exactly. So I, I feel like even 10 years ago, I, uh, when we were still going to the office train, um, we, you know, they were giving, <laughs> they were giving away those free newspapers um, that you could read on, on, on a way to work. Oh, the dailies, but, yeah. Yeah, but since after COVID, like, I can't remember holding a newspaper in my hand. So I, I felt like that was a little bit uh, detached, but mm-hmm. but that's okay. They quickly went off and uh, went into one of their <laughs> tangents somewhere else. So it's all good. Yeah, this is fun. And and as soon as uh, <clears throat> as soon as I saw the shot and as soon as they started talking about, oh, you need to you need science, I knew they were where they were going. This is ants on CDs, CDs mm-hmm. part two. Uh, n- maybe not nearly as ridiculous, but still fun and and uh, well written. I love how Squirrely Dan is like helping Wayne telling the story, and Wayne's like, "Uh, yeah, you'd be up there about a couple of thousand, uh, you know, feet in the air." Is it uh, probably thirty five hundred feet? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I was saying. And like, just the way they were going back and forth was was pretty funny. And uh, all and, those options down yeah. there. <laughs> and uh, and and uh. Dan acting as the converter to like converting kilometers to or miles to kilometers in his head. Anyway, it was uh, it's a lot of fun, you know, and and a great callback, which I feel like uh, we're going to say that word callback a lot this uh, in this episode. Trace. Yeah, I thought it was, um, I, you know, as someone who always liked dance on CDs, <laughs> I, I'm glad that they revisited the the form, as it were. And something when i was watching it i noticed that and i also noticed it on anston cds all of the humor i mean yeah the lines are fine they're they're absurdist and Mm -hmm. you know or most of them are probably wrong and all that stuff but the humor lies in just the interplay between the three of them yes it's just the delivery yeah perfect Mm -hmm. i mean just how they play and go back and forth between their lines and stuff and it's just uh, a lesson in timing comedic and just the the banter and it's good it's, editing it's too great, i bet great cold up yeah great editing i think oh yeah probably yeah. Yeah. yeah all right coming out of the they cold live 
yeah, coming out of the cold open, uh, we got the title screen that reads the night before, and we're back in T-Gen land at the end of last week's episode. The Hicks are outnumbered. A distraction is required to get a jump on them. So what are the D-Gens like? Hanging bed sheets over windows, throwing gasoline or, or on fires, driving with no shirt on. But Stuart has an idea, and a musical montage begins uh, set to the song The Boys Are Leaving Town by the J- J- Japan Droids. Uh, the Hicks hockey players and natives spring from their hiding spots in the bushes and begin running across the field at the D-Gens. Before they notice, the D-Gens become mesmerized by a fireworks display put on by the skids. This buys the attackers time to cross the field and get a jump on the D-Gens. We cut away momentarily from the montage to the Hicks after the brawl. Sitting on D-Gen seats, Squid N asks Wayne how many more times he thinks they're going to have to beat the shits out of the D-Gens. Wayne thinks it would uh, be naive to think it's the last time. McMurray says it's fair to say that one in ten people are D-Gens. Tyson thinks it's closer to one in eight. Riley doesn't like that math. Uh, that would mean that there's a D-Gen among one of them. And Jonesy quickly says McMurray. Uh, Tyson says fine, two in 16, which isn't any different, but, you know, never mind. Look, all I'm saying is this. There's always going to be D-Gens. Just as long as there's enough non-degens to balance them out. Yeah, like stand-up people. Well-meaning folks. Classy individuals. There's always going to be good guys to beat the shits out of them when they need to. Yeah, like there's always going to be good guys. Always going to be really good guys. Oh, there's always going to be great guys. Friendly. Neighborly. Decent. Noble. Altruistic. Magnanimous. But to Ottawa, it sure is a pretty good time rounding up your pals to take care of them. We cut back to the brawl, and Squid Dan grabs the gun from Driving Pete, and all the others fall in and kick D-Gen ass. Of course, Wayne gets Mickey, who sees it coming, and then doesn't. Scene two, we get a flashback to a season one's rave episode, Stuart's in the bathroom, getting ready for his DJ set, applying lipstick and kissing himself in the mirror, uh, walking to the stage only to see an empty gym, save for Katie, Bonnie, and the large amount of security they hired. Uh, then Stuart wakes up from his nightmare. He's back in his basement and rolled is there with a tray of snooters. Uh, next scene cuts to the produce stand. Wayne and Derry are sitting in their usual spots. No words between the both of them. They're just sitting there quietly, happy to be back to normal. Their peace is interrupted by Riley and Jonesy pulling up uh, the laneway in their Jeep in a replay of the opening scene from episode one, season one, down to even the song that they're playing, which is Prima Donna's by Kaboom Atomic. Uh, but this time, instead of getting out, of the Jeep and chirping the Hicks, Riley and Jonesy show how much they've grown over the past two seasons. Boys, boys, we've uh, we've been through a lot together. Done a pretty good job of staying out of each other's ways over the years. It's probably for the best, you know. Hockey players and Hicks haven't traditionally gotten along well around here. But after everything we've been through together, all the times you've been there for us, and, and all the times we've been there for you, we just want to say that you have our respect. We respect you. You've earned it. Wayne and Derry don't react. They don't even move. Riley and Jonesy take this as a sign that maybe the Hicks didn't hear what they said. So Riley says it louder. We respect you. Still no word from the Hicks. But then Wayne and Derry give each other a knowing look and proceed to unleash their chirping wrath. I don't fucking care. Who are you again? I don't even know what your names are. <laughs> Dorito head and fun dip face. Well, well, I've had more respect for cats who take dog-sized shits. Tostito twins. Look at you, you got a bum chin and a fucked up nose. Does that bum chin twerk when you jump and rope? You look like Stevie Wonder <laughs> drew Johnny Bravo. The bubblicious boys. I'd have a hard time believing your mom wasn't drinking hard bar with you in the womb. Your mom loves Jager bombs. So your alarm goes off one morning and say, well, I fucked it all up. Oopsie. I can hit snooze my whole life's awake. Piss up a rope. You're a Jolly Rancher and a Honey Nut Cheerio. The Cheeto chums. Have you ever take a look? in the mirror and think like 
Well, this isn't necessary. Were you dropped as a child? I fucking dropped you as an adult. Gummy bear boy and the Kit Kat kid. How'd you make it out of childhood without sticking your tongue in a light socket? The peanut butter brothers. <laughs> hey, tip them over. Let's see if fruity pebbles come out. Got a honeycomb and a cookie crisp. You're a sour key and a sun chip. You like fruit by the foot? You can fruit by the fuck off. Riley, Jonesy, I cooked <laughs> you breakfast. This isn't over! Jinx, sell me a coat. Cool, I'll feed it to the dogs. No, no, no. not the maple bacon. We're That's coming, Katie Cat! That's bacon. <laughs> Riley and Jonesy follow Katie into the farmhouse kitchen, leaving the Hicks alone again. They both get up, walk towards each other, give low bones, and return to the seats. Now, normally I don't stop in between here, but I feel like this scene here we should stop. Because, again, it's another throwback scene to episode one OG Letter Kenny. So let's let's talk about this scene. Tanya, what do you think? Just this scene or, yeah, like, yeah, scene. leading up to it? Well, um, whatever, yeah. The scene leading up to this scene? Okay. Uh, so we would have to take it back then to the DJ and land and, oh, yeah, sure. and that you opening. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so, um, it, changing it, the rules already. I know, right? <laughs> well, yeah, where no, no, you do you boo. Okay. Pitter patter. I can, I can zero in on this, <laughs> this section too. Um, I was going to say that. So the DJ and land, uh, everyone's there. It seemed like they were short though. Uh, there seemed like there was like. It was light in the in the men that were storming. That usually, well, usually they have dairy, and dairy wasn't there, right? Uh, sometimes well, they usually have uh, Joint Boy, and Joint Boy is not, not in the season. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they were a little light on Hicks, but um, I don't know. I thought they were still well represented. I like that they included Axe and Slash in there, and um, and obviously Riley and Jonesy. So. It, it would have been nice to see... Um, 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 oh my gosh, names are coach or, or Dickens. Or, yeah. Like, yeah. cause usually coaches is involved somehow, some way. And no coaches in fights. I think Dickens has yeah. maybe been I feel like coaches been in fights. Hasn't uh, he? I don't, maybe I'm wrong. No, just with garbage cans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if there was a garbage can, yeah, he would have kicked it down the field. <laughs> I found it interesting that after the, the brawl, the, uh, Hicks, sat in Degen land right, and where yeah. we're sitting in the old mm-hmm. car seats and, um, around the, the fire. Um, I found that interesting that cause usually they go back to their, I, I think that was a sign of victory. It's like yeah. they claim their new yeah. territory. The yeah. Flag. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I found that Capture interesting. The flag. Yeah. They mark their territory. Um, um, yeah, the, then the flash to, um, Stuart's nightmare, um, him kissing Whoa. himself in the mirror. That was you're jumping ahead now. No, that happened. No, Stuart's nightmare did happen. Yes. Cover that? Yeah. Okay. It's okay. I know you're on drugs. It's okay. Um, so then going <laughs> microdosing, to, <laughs> microdosing. <laughs> I know you're having your moment. Um, so Riley and Jonesy, um, the Jeep showing up. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It, it was, it was quite a moment, uh, seeing the Jeep and having that, um, it's again, it's a, it's, it's that, that, uh, it's almost a carbon copy of, of, of the very first scene in episode one, season one. Uh, but I just, yeah. Anyway, uh, Matt, what did you think? Well, I haven't even said, Oh, hi, I just started. Oh, okay. Sorry. Oh, oh so I wanted to say like, yeah, it was, it was, hour. it was, per- no, I'm not talking to him, not you. Oh, okay. Oh, I, I, pull, I thought, I thought Chad now, was now, on. That's why I thought I was in that interrupting that. Chad. Oh, my Fuck. God. What the fuck is going on? Okay. Get off my dick. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is going really well, guys. It is. This, okay. is, a, this is a great one. <laughs> so having uh, Riley and Jonesy telling the uh, Hicks and having their respect, 
I thought it was a really great moment and a very sincere moment and a very like a, a moment where it was their chance to say thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and this, this whole episode is like a love letter, which mm-hmm. we'll get into, I'm sure. Um, but, uh, you know, Katie cooking them breakfast, uh, Wayne and Derry chirping back at them, uh, doing the low bones. Oh my God, the low bones, like that <laughs> moment, yeah. that moment where they get up, walk to each other and they're looking away from each other. They're not even looking at each other. Cause that's the last low bones at the produce stand. And it was just so it, it felt like a mo. it just felt like time stopped mm. during that moment. And uh, it was it was very sentimental, very very. Uh, it was great. Okay, Matt, <laughs> just waiting to see. Hold on, are you? Am I good, Tan? Yeah, I think she's you're good. good. I think you're good. Okay, thank you. Just want to make sure. I don't want to step on anyone's dick. Uh, I stepped over um, her dick to get to you. Step over it. <laughs> Kick that thing to the side. Pump. <laughs> so, uh, what I'm gonna say, and I I agree. With everything you just said about this scene. <laughs> I'll, we'll, we'll give a moment to Victor. Well, I don't know where he went. Where is, don't worry where about did you go? Ah. <laughs> there he is. Are you good, bud? He's fine. He's fine. <laughs> so let's go back to Snooters for a second mm-hmm. episode. And I know I gave that one. I think that's one I gave a clearance to because I had a real beef with the Snooter scene when they did the, the flashbacks. Yeah. Fast forward to this episode. This is how you make reference and show homage to things from the past without going there. Okay. I loved this scene. Mm-hmm. I The moment they rolled up, I knew exactly what was happening. I loved it. I even checked. And you're right. Almost everything was the same. The only thing I even checked, the shirts. I thought they might be wearing the same shirts. Mm-hmm. They were not. But the same style... <clears throat> I love same song, great. everything about yeah. it, the same angle. Uh, this the only is thing what uh, you, this is yeah. what I want, yeah. right? This is what I want from the nostalgia. I want, I want you to make mm. me remember it without mm. showing it to me and take it in a new way because I'm still in that moment. I'm picturing every moment from Tarps Off yeah. in that scene, mm-hmm. and I'm and I'm on for the ride. So I thought it was a brilliant way to 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 pay homage to that grand opening. Um, this is how you do it. Did you mind the flashback to Rave? Though, because that was a so no, because that one was more intentional, right? So there's that was a short little clip mm-hmm. that that was intentional that drove the narrative of the episode. Whereas the other one's like, "Hey, remember that time?" And then mm-hmm. they go there, but I it wasn't a like, flashback; it was a dream. It was a dream, and it was a dream sequence too, sure. right? That sort of triggered his thought. So I'm okay with that. Okay, had they kept doing it, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. little little bit different, but yeah. I was okay with that. All right, fair difference, right? Yeah, Victor. Uh yeah. So, uh. I think the best leading up to this, uh, to that scene, I think the best uh, three-second clip was Mickey getting his comeuppance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I think everybody enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. And that was that was coming from the very first time we saw him mm-hmm. talking up uh, Derry, trying to figure out what the mm-hmm. heck is this guy up to? Yeah. He's clearly sleazy. There's mm-hmm. clearly some agenda that he's got. Mm-hmm. What's going on here? He's the nicest guy in the whole place. Mm-hmm. Everybody's bad to him, especially Katie. Um, and, and what we knew, yeah. we knew that this guy's well, a Cause he was, bat. he was salesman ba- nice, right? Yes. Yeah. He was a dirt back. He was a dirt back. Um, and, and so that felt no really offense good. to any so sales people that, out there. <laughs> <laughs> no, no offense to our friends and sales. Yeah. Um, 
so so there you go. I mm-hmm. think that was the best. And then the only thing that I kind of felt um, that was left out is they didn't make fun of the Tonka truck. Uh, so I felt mm. that that we we were missing that extra <laughs> That's chirp. Fair. Mm-hmm. That's um, fair. But but yeah, it was really well. And and I love the chirping too because they're talking to them as a single unit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so so that was also <laughs> yeah. brilliant. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it was really well done. Yeah, I love that this was literally like that. That scene specifically is a carbon copy of scene like scene one episode one. Um, but the chirps were all different. This is the way you do it, where like it it's still fresh, even though it's it's a replay. It's fresh. Uh, but then it still hits all the right notes to right up to Riley and Jonesy saying, this isn't over. Um, and, yeah. and Wayne saying, Jinx, you owe me a Coke. I loved it. It was great. Yeah. The, 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 the battle scene was, was fun and, um, get watching Mickey get his comeuppance. No, no, um, no complaints on any of this, uh, Trace. Um, on the, uh, you know, in a, a series where we've seen enough, slow-mo fights to you know have yeah. just mm-hmm. be over them uh credit they went absolutely freaking over the top mm-hmm. the the fight coordination was so good yeah. i mean it, it 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 was like it managed to be cool as hell and funny yeah. you know some of those shots that those guys were taking were just ridiculous but they looked so cool in yeah. slow-mo yeah. Bradley you know, Trudeau I mean, just bowling over everyone. Like he's like a human yeah, cannonball I mean, like hitting people and they're doing aerial three sixties <laughs> yeah. and you're like, okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, to the, uh, to the tarps off redo, mm-hmm. uh, I'm a hundred percent agreeing with like Matt on that. Uh, and it, and it's one of the things that makes me think that this episode is almost for the fans that have been with it sure. the whole time. Yeah. They, I mean, they made no reference to the fact that this was mm-hmm. the first thing you saw in the series. They made no, uh, you know, they made no reference to it being almost a carbon copy of it. Yeah. But it, it's, it's the classic. If you know, you know, yeah. Like there's, I mean, there's yeah. no offhanded comment going on. Oh, you're having deja vu or, or uh, this oh, happened yeah, right, before. Right, right. Or yeah. I mean, yeah. Haven't we been here before? Yeah. No, no. They just said no. <laughs> yeah. Cause didn't I mean, it's to. like, no, you didn't I mean, need to. Exactly. Yeah, and yeah. that's what makes me think it was, this one was for the fans. And mm-hmm. to Tanya's point, uh, the low bones was, was really nice. Mm-hmm. And I like that because when it's all said and done, that's that whole rigmarole we've been going through this whole season. That's all that needed to be said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's and it's done and over with. Yeah. Because they're, they're, they're not two guys who talk about their feelings. So the way they're going to do and not it, even yeah. that, but yeah. A low bones is all it needs to make mm-hmm. everything right in the world again. Yeah, 100%. Yes. Awesome. Let's move on here. Cut to the skid's basement. Stuart and Roald are arguing about something that Stuart doesn't want to do, but Roald does. They've done it all. They've been small town drug dealers, big city drug dealers, got jacked and conquered other big city drug dealers, entertained the right, the hard right on the dark web. Uh, they're the hottest sex imaginable. Uh, they shall not forget about Tukok Shakur. And more, most recently, they had the sexiest uh, after hours uh, club uh, Letter Kenny has ever seen. But none of their endeavors have failed so epically as what rolled is suggestion suggesting none of them have flopped so heroically which is precisely why they're not rebooting fart book and then someone from off camera says or are we 
It's Glenn sitting in a chair doing his Sharon Stone what is he doing there? basic in, uh, instinct light cross bit. Yeah. Uh, Stuart accused Glenn of taking fart book from, Glenn, from them. Glenn doesn't deny it. He left it better than he found it. That world was moving fast and leaving the skids behind. Glenn could match its pace. Something was holding Stuart back the whole time. This hit Stuart hard. Then he comes back with some profound words. It used to take talent for someone to want to point a camera at you. Perhaps the greatest social breakthrough of our time, or all time, is when the kids realize that it takes no talent whatsoever to point a camera at yourself. Mm. I came into Fart Book with a bit of gas and a dream. Champion of the Bronx cheer, the oversaturation of amateurs on the platform killed that dream. They slipped in silently without us ever noticing. Silent. Like all Fortune 500 companies, corruption slowly crept in. The most powerful lobby of them all, Big Fartma. The site was no longer about the fartist. Almost overnight, it had become just one more victim of the gastro-industrial complex. But Glenn reminds Stuart that it wasn't all for nothing. How soon he forgets. Without Fartbook, there would be no only farts. Fartwork is work. Fartbook walked. So I too scoot around. Spot fart is the superior platform. <laughs> Cleared the chamber for iFart Radio. Well, after a successful GoFart Me campaign acquired YouTube, Stink Dan, and Breakwind Mobile. You're right, Glenn. I dareth not say. I think Stink Dan is my favorite out of all those. Uh, Rolled gets excited. So they are rebooting fart books. Stuart says no, but if they're going back to the roots, they're going to go all the way back. Cut to the next scene. Cut to Stuart and Rold standing before the Hicks at the produce stand. He wants to th- throw a rave at the egg hall. He gets no reaction from the Hicks. Wayne finally says, okay. The skids weren't expecting to get approval this easily. Are they sure? Wayne says, sure. Katie says, asks Stuart if he's sure. They are sure, but the Hicks are, but are the Hicks sure? They're sure. Why? Rold sheepishly reminds them uh, that uh, the egg halls were supposed to be for agricultural music, and they know how much the Hicks love country music. No. You don't love country music? No. Not, not even a bit? Not one bit. Not one drill bit. Not one bell pepper. Yeah, let's see. Well, <laughs> maybe one bell pepper. Yeah, maybe one drill bit. Sure, one bit. You sure? We're sure. Well, I think we like a wee bit. I'll dabble, do you? Everything in moderation. Small doses are fine. So, we can have a rave at the egg hall? I just don't suppose it makes a ton of sense to limit a choice venue like the egg hall to genre of music we only like one bell pepper <laughs> the skids celebrate their win uh, the next order of business is the guest list in the spirit of family take about 20 percent off of there bud in the spirit of friendship more fellowship more camaraderie more in the spirit of community <laughs> we the skids would like to cordially invite you the hicks to our rave at the egg hall no, no, thank you. you. Back in their basement lair, the uh, skids are dejected. What's the point of having a rave at the Ag Hall if no one comes again? Alley Cat and Bianca Donk are there. The skids ask for their help. The girls can't believe they had sex with Stuart. Uh, they tell the skids to go figure it out. If they won't come for rave music, figure out what kind of music they will come for. Then cue the no doubt risk inspired music jag. Post emo core step? No. Folktronic glitchabilly? No. Ex Temple freak beat? No. Camcon K-pop? No. Blue-eyed country politan? No. Old school new metal? No. Hamburger Brit Hop? No. Nicaraguan neo oldies? No. Lo-fi billboard prog? 
No. Magical speed trap? No. Tin pan two-step? No. Surf trans strip <laughs> tweet? No. Baltimore acid baroque? No. Big room, big band, big beat? No. Oh! <laughs> okay, Letterkenny consists of hicks, skids, and hockey players. And Christians. <laughs> I told you we were done here, Glenn. Oh, are we? Are we? If you want people to come, just have a little something for everyone. Brilliant. After that most obvious epiphany, the skids are set. How are they going to get the word out? They're going to put it on their fucking Facebook. Next scene, cue the musical montage of the skids papering Letterkenny with flyers for the rave. Set to the song Mouth Guards of the Apocalypse by Broken Social Scene. They go from from the convenience store to Modine's to Rylan Jonesy's Jeep, making them cry, to the produce stand. Uh, Then we cut back to the egg hall where they're setting up for the rave. Their staff are all hot women dressed as sexy hockey referees. They set up a produce stand display with help from Lily and her photography of the the farm and of Letterkenny. They set up a hockey locker room and the bar to look like the boards of the hockey arena they dress darren up as a hockey player and connor as a hick they uh, bring out a giant moving sculpture of a, a canada goose and decorate the rest of the hall with hay and barley bales uh, then we cut to Stuart in the bathroom getting ready for the rave just as he did before the skids walk out to the stage all pumped up for the party they get to the stage and the music stops with the record scratch the hall is once again empty the skids begin to sob pathetically as it seems to be happening again they're mid-wail when they hear a knock at the window. It's Wayne yelling at them that the door of the egg hall is locked. He asks one of them to let him in. Stuart says, yes, of course. And with a pitter-patter from Wayne, the party starts. Everyone is dancing. Katie with Riley and Jonesy. Derry with Bonnie. Squirrely Dan with Tannis. Glenn with Dax and Ron. Alexander with Gail. Axe with Alley Cat. The McMurrays. Slash with Shania. Coach with Marianne and Betty Ann. Uh, Ron with Bianca Donk. Tyson and Anik. Uh, Wayne is standing at the pro stands display, admiring the photography of letter Kenny. Then we cut to between songs and uh, Stuart gives an impassioned speech to everyone in attendance. Thank you. Everyone. Sincerely. Thank you for coming to our hockey themed hit grave. Blessed by the Lord. As a special treat and as a token of our appreciation, we've decided to debut our electronic remix of a local favorite. Dickskin. Dickens is my last name. Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready? Ready, ready, ready. For Sun Darts Reimagined. That's a Texas size 10 4. Over and out. Back to the party montage. Now Dickens is singing his manufactured country hit. Everyone is dancing. Cut to Wayne still admiring the produce stand display. In walks Lily, who's looking rather fetching. She joins Wayne at the display. We cut outside the ag hall, looking into the party. Uh, when uh, Then with some very dramatic, nostalgic music, we get final shots of the murder barn, Modine's bar, the tractor shed, the convenience store, the back porch of the farmhouse, the inside of the church with a nice added touch of the candles blowing out. A different angle of the red barn outside the hockey arena, the skids basement, and finally the produce stand at dusk. And we fade to black one final time as the words for Gus flash up on screen, leading into the credits set to the remix of Sun Darts. And that is the end of Letter Kenny. (laughs) (laughs) I was waiting for the magical chime to come on. (laughs) 
<laughs> That's a flashback. Was it all a dream? It was all a dream. Oh, man. Can you imagine? I used to read Word Up magazine. <clears throat> all right. Um, we start with Tanya. What did you think of this? Initial thoughts. This is fucking. <laughs> I don't think they uh, really liked uh, <laughs> the sound choice on live stream. Anyway, Tan, what do you think? Of Sorry. This? Um, it was a creative decision. You went with it. <laughs> Own it. It was a choice. It was a choice. Um, it was a choice. <laughs> you miss 100% of the shots you take. <laughs> you took a swing on that one, Al. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take, I think was what Rylan Jonesy said. Um, no, I think Al, Victor said it right. No, he said it right, but Rylan Jonesy said it wrong. <laughs> Why did this episode feel like it was so long and then at the same time it was too short. Like it just felt like. Cause there's like three or four montages in one episode. It was, it felt like it was like going, going. And then when it was starting to wrap up, it was like, wait, no, stop. Don't do it. Like it, it just, I don't know. It, it just, it then seemed to go by too fast. Um, anyways, there, yeah, there was a lot going on in the episode. Um, at the same time, really, there wasn't. You know, it was it was uh, the skids' um, dream to to have a, a a show, have a rave at the the egg hall, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I loved it. I loved that. That's how they were going to end it because everyone was together. Every we we got to see them um, and and what's memorable and what. Um, the, the whole thing was what was memorable. What what has this show been known for? What has this show um, been loved for? Mm-hmm. Um, I love that they mentioned Fart Book because that was such a an episode that we talked about repeatedly. They threatened to bring it back. <laughs> repeatedly. Um, you know, Glenn crossing his legs and uncrossing and, and being so playful. Um it, every, everyone was there. Um, it, it was, it was beautiful. It really was. Um, um, I love that Marianne and Betty and were there cause it feels like it's been so long. Since I loved we've seeing seen them. them there. Yeah. That, uh, that yeah. warmed my heart yeah. so much seeing them. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they, I mean, they weren't in the season at all. So they came up just for that yeah. scene, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and they flashed on them more than once. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love that they, when they were getting the egg hall ready for the party and, mm. and what like the, the, um, uh, having a produce stand there, having the Bay hail, like hails, yeah. uh, hails, the Canada goose, that, the Canada goose. <laughs> um, I love that, uh, that the hick or sorry, that the skids were trying to dress as the hicks, um, <laughs> and, and Riley and Jonesy and like everybody was trying to, you know, support one another. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it, it was, um, what I really want to talk about is the montage at the end and how that was just so amazing. And, and Stuart's speech, when he said the words, thank you, mm-hmm. he paused, stopped. And I swear he looked directly in the, in the camera. Mm-hmm. And, and I, and I went back and watched it again um, because it was just so powerful, mm-hmm. like that pause and that look directly into the camera and <coughs> directly at me, yeah. like, like at each of us. Um, and interesting that they chose Stuart to do it. I mean, I guess yeah. the, it made sense for the character to, to, to do it, but, um, in, in that story, 
but it's interesting that they got him to to be kind of the conduit for the rest of the show to thank the audience, right? Well, because I don't I my own thoughts on on why it would be Stuart because he had such a huge story arc in this whole thing. Like mm-hmm. he was a no one, he was a person that we all in those small towns don't consider because you know, they're on drugs, they're don't really contribute to the community. And he did contribute to the, the, the community. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, fart book was one of those early contributions, mm-hmm. um, to, to working with one another and to, to do something together and to, and to lean on one another for, for things. And this episode, you know, the skids were there bringing out and pulling out, uh, dairy, um, so I think it was fitting that it was there, that it was, um, Stuart mm-hmm. giving the thank you because he, you know, on, on, and regardless of what he got into, um, the, the things that he did, the unsavory things that, mm-hmm. um, you know, he, he killed a lot of mailboxes, which upset us terribly. <laughs> upset Victor. Oh, he broke a guitar too, which, uh, and, and really he, upset yeah, Victor. there were, there were a lot of things. <laughs> I, I know that there was, um, some, um, stuff on a train once that you you appreciated but anyways <laughs> snooters on a train <laughs> yeah um i found it interesting that katie um that the last words because again everything was very memorable like yeah. everything slowed down and you really honed in on who was saying what and and what what was happening and katie saying the texas size 10 for mm-hmm. um Again, it was just, um, it made the hairs stand up on the, the back of my neck. Mm-hmm. Um, but Wayne standing there and that moment and pause in front of the produce stand where the, the photos were of the, of, of the farm. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just, to see and look behind him and, and that pause was just so, it was, it was, again, it was chilling. It was a great, yeah. It was great. Okay. Am I stepping over your dick now to Matt? No, go ahead. Go ahead, Matt. You're up next. So I'm going to start with this. Season 12 was a five episode season. They told what I, what I believe to be a really good story, had some fun, ended it. Episode six was our bonus episode that I apologize. I don't know who called it was for the fans. Mm -hmm. This episode from start to finish Trace, was yeah, Trace. for those that were with it from day one and wanted and just love the show. It's like a Where's Waldo episode mm-hmm. where every scene had and I and I'm sure there's lots I missed, but you know, from the tarps off to the fart buck to the two shocks two cock shakur to the goose. Like these are all again, back to snooters. This is what I'm talking about. This is how you create memories without going there you don't need to those that love shows as much you just have to make subtle hints towards it and all those memories come flooding back and you just take them in and you live them in your own way and i love that they did that in this episode they gave us lots to work with and they didn't need to create a story for this they just had a very simple concept let's redo the rave and see what happens so loved 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 how they approached a finale um with that, I'll talk a minute on 10. You already called it 100% Stuart's speech 
was a breaking the fourth wall mm-hmm. shout out to the fans for thank you for, for joining us. I've never in my life seen that on a show, right? That the shows wrap themselves up in their own ways. And I, yeah. I've had, and we all have issues with finales on any show, any genre. Most of them don't do it very well. Um, I thought this was such a special moment and I, and I really genuinely appreciate that they did it um, because there is a strong fan base. We know this. We're part of it. Mm-hmm. And to take that little moment, everybody, I've seen the live stream too. Th- everyone saw it. That mm-hmm. was, and even Tan, you said it perfectly. He said it to me. Yeah. You didn't say he said it to the audience. You said he said it to me because I bet every single person watching that felt the same way that that was said to them because that's, you know, we've met Kiso. We've we've hung out with him. We've interviewed him. I genuinely believe that was an individual thank you to anybody who has watched the show from day one and has been a fan. He means it. So really appreciated that. Um, yeah, it sucks that it's coming to an end. Why the fuck, man? <laughs> what else I'll say? Um, I want... So here's an idea, Jared, if you're listening, and, or anyone from New Metric Media... Make me a coffee table book. I know they don't, they're not big anymore, but I'll buy one <laughs> that has all of those fucking photos that you put on the produce stand oh. of all the different scenes. Mm-hmm. That will do the exact same thing as what I'm just talking about. I'll open up that book and I'll see the produce stand and I'll remember all the fun moments I had. Mm-hmm. I'll open up, I'll see Modine's and all the fun memories. I don't need anybody in the photos. Give me a book with just those photos. Casey said she'd buy one too. <laughs> right? In a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. Because. It's it's amazing that they I don't know who thought of that. That's fucking brilliant. Again, less is more and let us live our own version of what we loved about this show through something like that because you don't need the characters. We fill in the blanks with all of those amazing memories. Um I thought that was a brilliant 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 fucking take by just putting those photos out there. Um there's lots more but I I'll pass for now mm-hmm. because I just fucking, yeah, go. Victor? Well, first, Ingwe would disagree. He believes more is more. Um, Ingwe Malmstein, for for, for those less less informed. Um, so let's see. Uh, <laughs> I love that Trace is just, arms crossed, got it, go. Got it. <laughs> Uh, so let's see. Let's talk about some things that we haven't uh, chatted about. Uh, so yes, the fart banter, that, dialogue was hilarious mm-hmm. uh stinked in that was funny um <laughs> that was a good one yeah that. yeah that was that was really a uh, glenn uh you know playing tennis mm-hmm. in this episode where he just shows up out of nowhere mm-hmm. uh where yeah, it's like where where did you come from uh and and did his thing so that was really good um uh it was funny that they thought nobody showed up and it's only because they didn't unlock oh. the doors. Yeah. So that was so, hilarious. So that was, good. That was great. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> they thought it was the nightmare was reliving itself yeah. and yeah. Uh, they couldn't get in. Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't open the doors. That was funny. Um, no Rosie. Uh, Rosie's in Vancouver. Yeah. Um, right. So that was the kind of a quick, yeah, let's just move on to Lily. Uh, that was, you know, uh, him kind <laughs> yeah. of, he kind of traded in Rosie for. for I love Lily. The, I love Rosie, but Lily in that dress. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Like <laughs> that was, that was a, you know, we said goodbye to Rosie and Lil, Lily's in. So whatever's going to happen, uh, you know, in the movie, in, in, a, in a movie later on for you, uh, Al, I think yeah. it's uh, Lily will be starting in it. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, 
I, I kind of felt bad for Dan because he was, I think, the only one without a dance partner. Um, well, he's dancing beside Tannis. I, I, I know yeah, they weren't really dancing I, I, I felt <laughs> like they should have like brought in Anita or something. like. Or know. Ellen, yeah. Uh, um, was it Ellen? Yeah, Ellen. Um, uh, El, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, I just feel like he needed a partner. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, even Professor even like uh, Derry, he had uh, Bonnie, right? Um, but yeah, Dan, he needed somebody. Maybe even that goose. He should have been dancing with that goose. That mm-hmm. goose was fantastic. <laughs> Right. Uh, Kudos. Was I'm sure Danny Ellis is a, ever. Yeah. Danny, I would I would hang it right here, right right above my my thing. That, that's right. It's not a small goose. Time. That thing was massive. Like it took. I got a pretty to... tall ceiling in my yeah, office yeah, here, yeah, so yeah, I yeah. could fit the goose. Mm-hmm. And and my final comment before we get to um, uh, the uh, the next part of our show, um, I I really loved the at the very end, the very last picture was an homage to the Proto Stand Pod, and that was really fantastic. <laughs> So really thank you for that. What, a, what a great dude. Eh? Yeah, what a, what a good guy. He's such a good guy. Yeah. That's hilarious. Well you look really close. There's a, there's a small microphone sitting. Yeah, on the yeah, yeah, yeah. Just everyone go back and look. You'll find and it. And a spatula. That thought somewhere. actually crossed my it's mind. <laughs> I said, look at that produce stand. The produce stand. Um, all right. So this whole season, Matt, I don't disagree with you. It was like five. It was a really solid five-story arc, followed by by this. Um, whether or not you like the flashbacks, just the callbacks throughout this season to early Letter mm-hmm. Kenny were were amazing. With Laughter Kenny, with the talent show, with yeah. with all those things. But just in this episode alone, I mean, I wrote down every time something came back. So the back porch uh, scene, Stuart enrolled with with um uh. Uh, with the dark web, um, the rave, the low bones, fart book, Len doing the basic instinct thing, uh, the music jag that that I'm sure Trevor Risk had a big hand in writing, the egg hall so, uh, 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 rave, the the Canada goose, all these things in one episode. And and you're right, like they they didn't flash back to it; they just alluded to it and let the the true fans just enjoy because we know what all these mean. Um, I love this uh, episode. It was, it was, uh, when I'm thinking about kind of like last episodes of, of series, um, uh, you're right. Like it's always a hit and miss. Like I, some of the ones that, that really hit, you know, like the last episode, I'm, I'm going to show my, my age here, but the last episode of mash, uh, the last episode of cheers. Old. I know I'm old, but, but like those, those are really <laughs> well done. Right. Uh, and, black okay, and boomer. <laughs> <laughs> um, but and, and this one here is right up there. I think I thought I loved the way they did this one. Um, so uh, yeah, kudos to those guys. And and the last, the shots of the barn and Modines and all the pull away, and and then just ending it on for Gus. God, right? <laughs> like because like Gus, you know, he that was the big gut check. I believe because I think yeah. Gus died between season eleven and twelve, right? So. And Gus was in, you know, early seasons and so like, I mean, it, it's just, and. Oh, I didn't know yeah, that. I mean, Wayne and I mean, Gus is in the early scenes of, of Letterkenny. He's Aww. so yeah, that he was a, a few MVPs. Yeah, he did. Um, so yeah, uh, it hit, hit you in the fields and all, at all the right places. So uh, kudos trace. Uh, I'm going to have to say that um, Matt, I think you, and I, and I don't want to get like you, before you yell at me, I don't want to get into, uh, you know, rankings yet, but when looking at this episode, you have to approach it. Like you and Matt were saying it's, it's a five episode season and, and 
we'll call it like it is. I mean, it's a victory lap, man. It's, it's, you know, it's a greatest hits kind of, you know, gift to give. And I mean, that's where the, the strength of it was. And, and as we said before, I mean, these were mere callbacks and illusions with no pretext or any sort of explanation. It was just sort of, it's pretty funny on its own. Yeah. But man, if you know, wow, it's, it's, oh, I know where that's from. I yeah. know what that's from. Yeah. I know what that's from. It's, it's, it's the world's longest running inside joke for, you know, you know, exactly, yeah. exactly. <laughs> and to what, uh, Tanya was saying, I, I likened it when, you know, because I mean, it was the most unstuart like Stuart's ever sounded mm-hmm. when he said that, that, uh, line. And I think Tanya made a good point was the fact that when the show started, he was the, uh, outsider, the outlier, the antagonist yeah, who wanted nothing to do with the community that wanted nothing to do with him. And, you know, over the course, his character arc probably has the most distance traveled mm-hmm. and it's, and in the end, he is a viable member of the community to the point where he is the final voice yeah. for the community. And, you know, I, I really like that. I really, you know, the whole coming together and all the people that's, like I said, great, but the, I think there's a deeper meaning to the ending shots, which of course, you know, I mean, at first glance, like, God dang, Billy Butcher is so good at his job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, but. Amen. Well, they're all, you, you know, notice they're all shot in the, at, at dusk, right? At the, what's the magic hour well, yeah. or whatever you call oh, it. Yeah. So, so that, and did you guys notice that the candles went out in the church as it pulled yeah. back? Yeah, yeah, that was wild. Yeah, that was, that was well done. I, I only noticed that when I dusk. Uh, was watching it this <laughs> afternoon. Yeah. But I think the telling thing is after all the lines have been spoken, after all the, uh, you know, shots of the people, Hey, there's mm-hmm. so-and-so, Hey, there's so-and-so they all showed up. Yay. Yeah. In the end, it's just these beautifully shot, slow zoom of all these places. And it's almost like, uh, Jared is saying this was the star of the show mm-hmm. when it all comes down to it. This place, the town is what this show was yeah. about. And I mean, and, and that's, that's what he wants to leave you on. Mm-hmm. When we say goodbye to the show, the last thing you want to say goodbye to is this place where it all happened. Right. And, and I think that's, that's the part that, you know, got, you know, yeah, I said goodbye to the Hicks. I said goodbye to all of them, mm-hmm. but the finality of it was yeah. when you were saying goodbye to the places, yeah, the barn, all that stuff. Because Letterkenny in itself became a character and ultimately a star of the show was the town that this all happened in. Yeah. And yeah, for Gus, yeah, you can't mention a dog without me but shed <laughs> right. a few tears. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, yeah, he knows how to, how to pull on the heartstrings. All right. Let's move on to ratings. Tan, are you taking a deep breath? Yeah. What do you give this episode? This is the last. I'm going to do the, the violin. This is the last rating on, on letter Kenny. Um, well, we still got the season recap, but uh, yeah, the last episode rating. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
it was beautiful. Uh, it, it was a love letter. It was a thank you. It was, it was, it hit all the right um, notes on, on all the right parts and um, absolutely couldn't ask for, for better. It's a unicorn. Well, hold on. <laughs> you can't just unilaterally. I'm just unicorn. It. I'm just unilaterally. This is America's Got Talent. There's I'm no a, golden I'm buzzard no, here. Golden buzzard. I'm gonna just smack it. It's a unicorn. I'm gonna give my my just cue the fucking. Oh my cue god. Cue the fucking. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Ten you the golden buzzer. Holy fuck! God, I hope it turns out to be. I know, right? Yeah, we'll see. It's gonna be really awkward. Peer pressure. Matt, what do you give this episode? <laughs> Holy hell, Ken, that was so good. And I love how you played right into that. It was great. Um, uh, I mean, what do you say about this? This, for any, okay, if anyone out there is listening and you are a show creator or you are doing anything of that nature, this is how you finale. Okay. They knew their audience. They knew what was going on and they delivered. And I, and I've been reading there. I, I don't often, awesome. I love you. I don't often read Reddit. But I was on Reddit and sorry, perusing a lot of the, the commentary. And there's a lot of ups and downs on this final season and how it all ended. I don't know what you guys are watching. Because this, to me, yeah, you said it was a beautiful ending. I loved everything about this. They, they quickly wrapped up the last episode, which is, I loved it. But what followed, it made it immediately forgettable, even though it was great. Immediately forgettable that opening with the the DJs. I always forget they're even there, because what followed was just a love letter, an homage. Um, they did all the right things to make you wrap up a show in the best possible way. And Trace, you hit it dead on the nail. Um, the ending scene and and the and the music from Broken Social Scene. Um, so if you don't know Broken Social Scene, I think even Awesome called it. I think it's actually Jared's favorite band, if that's mm, correct. Yeah. She said, very, very unique band out of Toronto. Um, it's basically a collective of musicians. Um, at any given time, there could be anywhere from like six to like 20 of them out there. They're all doing their own independent projects, but they come together and bring their collective music in a community and make phenomenal, phenomenal sound. Um, I love that he shows that for the ending. It was a very powerful song. I think it aligns a with his own interest, but with the interest of the show and what they're setting forward. So I thought that was great. Um, and that ending montage trace, I hundred percent agree. It's a celebration of the town of the, the scenes, the sets, the places that we remember. Um, I, you can't help, but being choked up mm-hmm. the, the, you called it, it was set at dusk. Very intentional. It was beautiful. It just, I wanted to keep seeing more, mm-hmm. yeah. but I know that they couldn't, and there wasn't a reason to. It is the by far the easiest fresh I've ever given an episode of this show. Um, I'm not going to lie. I was certainly tears in my eyes when that fur Gus showed up at the end. Um, <laughs> good on you, man. You put the things that you prioritize in your life and the things that you love front and center, no matter what. And um, this finale showed that. Victor. 
yeah. Uh, Tanya, thanks yeah. for bringing us back to our first episode where you were still trying to figure out the rules. <laughs> uh, so, so for you, I put up our version of a unicorn behind me. Uh, a raccoon? <laughs> as a placeholder. See what happens. Um, but yeah. Um, yeah, I'll just keep it short. It's obviously a fresh, um, it, you know, a fantastic finale to to the series. Uh, they gave, this was for the fans. They gave mm. the fans what they were hoping to get. Um, and 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 they hit a home run. So uh, just fantastic. Lily, not, not, there's no blemishes. It's a great episode of beginning to end. And um, yeah, easy fresh. Wow. It only took uh, Gerald, Jared Kiso uh, 12 seasons to get a... <laughs> A, a flawless episode from Victor. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. I mean, I'm not going to, uh, you know, uh, prolong this. It's obviously a fresh. So oh let's do that Lord. one more time. I regret nothing. Uh, what I will say about this uh, season two, and, and uh, I, I think in, the ag hall leading into our, our recaps of this season. I think it was Gord. I'm pretty sure it was Gord who said his hope for this season is that at the end of it, they, they, they leave it off the way they began. So nothing has really changed. Cause the whole point of this is nothing changes in letter Kenny and really nothing has changed. All the Hicks are back together. They're all sitting in the same spots at letter, at the produce stand. Everyone's, uh, Riley and Jonesy seems to be seem to be okay again with Katie and so on and so forth. So theoretically, if they did want to keep on going or have other episodes or whatever they want to do, they can keep on doing it because they have not changed anything drastically. Short of sending Rosie to, to Vancouver, everything else is the Rosie same. Rosie wasn't there at the start, so it's fine. Yeah, everything else is the same, yeah. and they can they can continue doing this for as long as they want in specials and movies or whatever they want to do animated. They can because they have not messed anything up. So I think Gord got his wish. I think Awesome also was hoping for the same thing. Don't send people away. I think, you know, they were playing with our emotions early in this because they had to. They had to or else it would have been a very boring season. So they had to, you know, try to make us think, oh, is Katie actually going to leave or is Dan actually going to become a Mennonite? But, of course, in the end. Um, I was hoping for some dicks this season. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I agree. I really yeah. miss the dick. But, but, <laughs> um, anyway. Sorry. Uh, I I I think uh, uh, the way it ended was perfect, and I uh, can't agree with more, you know with you guys more. This was a fresh trace. Uh, man, this thing's so fresh; it's still on the vine, dude. It's uh, this was just it's good. Uh, was it? I mean, was it a the the best episode? I don't know. Was it a perfect episode? I, I don't know. But I mean, it was it was just it was a perfect finale. It was a perfect finale. Yes, yeah. this is. I'm with Matt. This is. I mean, this is how you end up. This is how you end a series. I mean, I mean, you, you don't act like it's just some other episode. You don't act like, you know, you reinvent the wheel for the last episode, you know, you you just make it a celebration and that's what it was. And it was, it was fresh and it was awesome. And it was sad. Okay. Uh, let's move on to, I don't know how we're going to be able to do this, but uh, so for MVP, let's do MVP of this episode. And if, if possible, can you give an MVP of the series? So let's start with you, Tan. Who's the MVP Whoa. of this, this episode? Is, 
That's a ridiculous okay, we're doing that question. Today. We don't have to. Okay, but maybe we can save that for the season recap. Then. So let's just do MVP for this episode. We need to do a series recap. Uh, okay, so we'll do, well that could be our ag hall social, so we can get everyone involved. Hey, we, we need content, people. So just you know, settle <laughs> yeah, down. Yeah, okay. I just gave us another episode. Yeah. There you go. Thank you. Thanks. It could be several episodes. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> we'll season. start all over again, guys. <laughs> um, MVP for this season. <sighs> Man, and it's just uh, MVP. Oh my god, everyone, everyone. <laughs> That that put their blood, soul, tears. Can't say everyone. That's all sweet and nice. You got to pick an MVP. Everyone, like they they all, you know, put so much into this last episode. Like, who do you who do you? It's like, how do you not thank everyone and not make everyone an MVP? That's Um, the whole point of this segment. Wait, Victor Are is you? having issue with how his segment. I know, right? Is. Just, just to be clear. No, no, Victor is actually, you know, taking umbrage with the way the MVP yeah. is being. Yeah, there, this is upside down right yeah. now. We're, we're we're doing some flashbacks of our own now, some callbacks in our own podcast here. I honestly, I don't know who to, uh, how, how do you pick a person? Like it, it, it's, it's for Gus. It's for Wayne. It's for Stuart at the end that thank you. It's for, uh, the, the new girl that took all the photos, Lily, Lily, uh, for, for the photos that were at the end. It's for the goose. It's for the freaking. <laughs> That's don't, know, don't steal Victor's MVP. It's, it's, it's for, it's, it's <laughs> yeah, the goose. Like, there's so much that it is, is he's laughing. Cause it's true. That made this uh, episode important. It's a runner up. And, mm-hmm. and, um, Sundarts, the, 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 re- the remix is your winner. <sighs> There is just so much. I don't know how you choose from all of that love. Um, This is part of the homework, just FYI, that you said you did. (laughs) Okay. It is Kiso. (laughs) All right. Kiso. All right. Not even Wayne, but just Jared Kiso. I thought it was going to be for a second on the episode recap on Discord. I was going to say Tanya. I'm not sure. (laughs) Matt, who do you give your MVP to? So I agree, Tan. It's hard, but... I will say the one that really got me in the feels was that ending moment. And the man behind that is Billy Buttrey and his team um, bringing those scenic shots of the various locations to life. Those nice, beautiful pulls in the, uh, um, in the night dusk. Air, mm-hmm. light, I don't know. I'm mumbling right now, mm-hmm. but those got me. They were gorgeous shots. Like best of the series across Letterkenny or Shorzy, those shots were just phenomenally lit, phenomenally shot, and cut into that moment so well. It's Butchery and his team, hands down for this one. Okay, Victor. All right, so I'm gonna bring it back and actually <laughs> give an MVP to a character in the show. Why? Go for it. <laughs> um and yes the goose is a runner-up um <laughs> but obviously that you know that would be too on the nose uh to give it 
I'm gonna give it to actually Darren and Connor. Those two guys <laughs> were working their butts off. They're they were. dragging their haze around. And if you remember, well, Darren was, was flying like the flying like the goose. <laughs> yes. Um, so you know, they were very physical and and they were very important to the backdrop of everything that was leading up to the to the big rave or the big party. So I'm gonna give it to those two doofuses. Okay. Before I give mine, I, I do. Uh, there was something I wanted to talk about because it was brought up in, in last week's episode. Uh, the use of coach this season, and and there was a bit of uh, you know some some people, and we can probably guess who uh, took 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 umbrage as to how coach was used this season, or maybe not used is probably a better because he really wasn't used very like much. Like he was, he had that one very drunk scene at the bar uh, with the cold open with Alexander in this episode. He's passed out at the bar when when the skids are, are passing. So basically, he's, he, I think he had two scenes the entire, unless I'm forgetting something, the entire ser- season. And then like he's dancing at the end there uh, with no kind of explanation why he's like blackout drunk. So I'm wondering if the next spinoff isn't a coach spinoff and this is setting up some kind of uh, story there. Um, and just because we've, we've interviewed Mark forward and, and we've heard from Jared himself, how close they are. They've spent lots of time together. Those drives between, you know, Ooh. tour stops, maybe they're conceptualizing oh, a the, show. The so, he's on an extended tour right and now. And he's on an extended tour. So I don't know. Oh. Connect the dots there. Oh, the, brand. Um, yeah. the ghost of Barb, <laughs> you know, nice. you never know. So anyway. <gasps> Where's um, Barb? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> so I'm putting that out there. Um, that, um, because Yes. Otherwise, it's very disappointing how they use coach in this season. Like they, they basically like there was no reason for him to be there. Um, so that's uh, exciting. Yeah, that um, is really exciting. Uh, and so my MVP is going to go to Stuart just because you guys are all right. He's he had the the farthest to go in character development through this whole t- uh, season, like uh, twelve seasons, uh, and then he had the most poignant scene uh, in this episode. So I'm going to give it to Stuart. Uh, Trace, uh, I'm going to piggyback on what I was saying earlier. I think ultimately, when it's all said and done, the MVP has got to be the town of Letterkenny. Okay, I mean it's 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 where it happened. It's yeah, and and when the more you, I realized that the as I watched across the full episodes, the the people are just part of the town. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just another aspect of the town. It's a, I don't mean to say they're set pieces or locations or anything. Yeah. But ultimately, it's it's Letterkenny, and in the end, we started in Letterkenny, and we never left. Right, and that's and that's where we are, and that's where we're staying. Apparently, yeah, yeah, I love it. And the grass is, yeah, it's it, Wayne said it, it's never been greener. Um, so it might be greener, but it ain't his. Not, no, yeah, you're right. Uh, all right, cool. Thank you, guys. I just have one listener comment that came in, I think, yesterday on on Twitter, which I loved. Uh, here we uh, these, this. Uh, con- person says these folks at the produce stand pod are just killing me love listening to them attack letter kenny episodes like a band of surly gene siskels lists uh, listing their grievances with the criterion collections most revered films hilarious honest and funny to hear that or fun to hear their opinions on various letter kenny tropes evolve as they make their way through the series and everything grows on them uh, hashtag tough crowd, hashtag Furta, hashtag podcast. And that's from a new listener, Grant Miller. Thank you, Grant, for that. I love that. Uh, I love reading that. So, yes, we all kind of started, you know, surly at the beginning, but uh, Letter Kenny won most of us over, <laughs> just not Victor. 
until the very end here. Well, that's why he made sure because he <laughs> yeah. wanted to win Victor over. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> let's see. That's why. So, uh, Thank you, Victor, for Shorzy. <laughs> all that's left now are final comments for this episode. Then we can go into the after party and, and drink our, our, our sadness. Tan, you're first. Um, I think the only way to end this is how we started it. And that's by saying thank you. Um, thank you to, um, Jared for, for writing this, um, for, uh, 12 seasons, uh, for putting all of your heart and hard work into this. Uh, thank you to all the actors, all the stage, uh, everyone that, that put, um, so much into this, um, it, it it's 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 been a, a a crazy journey. Thank you to Alan. Uh, you know, you're the one that uh, had the the thought to doing this podcast. Well, it's um, not over, but okay. it, I know this isn't over. Um, and this ain't we're, over. We're not going anywhere. But Jinx, you owe me a coke. <laughs> this started with an idea that you had, mm-hmm. and um, um, to watch a show that I thought was completely and utterly absurd. Um, um, and, and sometimes it truly was, um, and other times it, it was, it was absolutely spot on and perfect. It's a, it's a show that I've grown to love and, um, and, uh, yeah, it, it, it's meant so much and, and saved, um, it saved me during a a pretty dark time, uh, which we all kind of went through our own struggles during the pandemic. Um, Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, I, I think it's just a huge thank you to to everyone that's that had has had something to to do with it, and to uh, this episode was was amazing at thanking us, and and I think it just it it needs to be sent right back to them. Mm-hmm. Agreed, uh, Matt. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how to follow that. I echo basically everything you just said. Um, this has been. What are we, three years now, Al? How when did we start this? Yeah, uh, at least four soon, I think. Yeah, four Holy in, in shit. July. Yeah, I mean, someone called it out. I'm sorry, I'm mixing up who said it, but someone said last week that my youngest was basically just born when we kicked off, and mm-hmm. now he's four. So that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been a wild ride, and the thank yous really hit home. I know they're obviously to Jared and the crew because they so deserve it. But some of the comments that were made in those um, hit just as true for all of us, right? Um, This, we're not done. Let's be clear. We're not done. We'll continue to make content as long as we can uh, because this is such a fucking blast and that's why we do it. Um, But yeah, it's just one of those things that I didn't expect and it has absolutely created some of the most phenomenal, I think I said that better this time, experiences <laughs> of my life. And I can't wait to see what's coming next. Um, so thank you to my fellow panelists, to Al, Trace, my man, and everyone listening. Um, let's keep this train going. See that, Victor? I incorporated train. a train into my speech. That's for you, bud. <laughs> what, what kind of train should it be? What kind of train should we keep rolling, Victor? Oh Tell man! Um, well, pick, if you could pressure. be, if we could be any train, pressure. what kind of train would you want to be? You know what? I was gonna, I was gonna go kind of modern speed train, but you know what? Uh, let's let's make it a heritage uh, steam 
uh, heritage team. Train. Yeah, let's, just you know, let's take take it nice and easy through okay. the country and like enjoy it. the views, <laughs> and let's uh, keep let it keep rolling forever. All right, there you here go. you go, guys. So we're gonna keep this heritage steam train rolling <laughs> through the country as long as we can. Thank you, Victor. <laughs> oh man, well let me start with uh, uh, our crybaby over there, Trace. Um, <laughs> You know, <laughs> the first time I didn't get called out as the crybaby. Well, he he showed you up today. Um, I see that. You know, you, you and Liz are kind of an extension of our podcast. You know, we 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 start the show with your beautiful work, um, and so you know, shout out to you uh, for that. Uh, on today's episode, it's just another example of uh, the kind of guy that you are. You know, you had yeah uh, uh, the commentary after all of us you still had something to say something meaningful something you know passionate um something of depth and 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 uh really appreciate that um let's see uh so this it, it's quite remarkable like for me the show's the show's the sh- you know it's okay it's it's an amuse bouche to shorzy for me i know you guys love letter <laughs> kenny the show it's 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 like you know i'm I could take it, leave it. It's fine. For me, it's the community that it's created. You know, we've created lifelong friendships. Like the four of us, we we were kind of friendly, uh, but now you know we're going to be friends for life. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's because of this, because know. of what Jared has created. <laughs> I and think you're going to be Al's boss, old boss. What? I think. Uh, <laughs> no, Wait, what? Don't listen, Don't listen to him. He's. I've said on the other day. He's like, <laughs> my. I, I I do this thing with my old boss. I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. What he said. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's true. He wrote it on the paper. Yeah, I'll, I'll, yes. Um, So anyway, I mean, it's just the community is just so special. Everyone's so special. Um, You know, I can't wait till the next thing that we think of to Mm -hmm. to kind of see each other in person. Um, It's it's just so neat. uh, What what has become? Uh, It started during the darkest time for everybody. Yeah, we came together. We, we, and, you know, it's the sum of all parts, right? It's like, you know, it, it was Al's uh, kind of idea to get this started. It was Matt that gave him the bug a few years prior to mm-hmm. say, hey, yeah. you know, what about this show, Letterkenny? Yeah. Um, the, the fact that we kind of together started this whole podcasting nonsense at, at our um, as as a job. And then it led to Al becoming a full-time pop yeah. father. Yeah. Um, you know, I it just every it's it, it takes it takes all of us. And you know, who knows without Tanya, I mean, the whole thing would have been a train wreck. Uh, you know, <laughs> uh, Al would have gotten some sort of a complex, and uh, well, we you know, wouldn't Napoleon, nearly be we wouldn't Napoleon be nearly syndrome. as likable without Tanya. Well, that's, oh, wow. well, that's true. Yeah, no, she definitely brought the balance to the force. <laughs> yes, fuck you, Chad. And um, <laughs> I, I don't know. It's just so 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 cool <laughs> because for me, it's so much more than the show. You know, yes, it's it like I, I love it. Love you guys. <sighs> Uh, all right. Before I say what I have to say, uh, I do want to do a shout out to Jeff, who uh, he did. So we, we've given uh, Trace and, and Liz kudos for all the yeah. exceptional yeah. writing uh, this season and every season. And they sh- they, they deserve every every word. Uh, but and last, uh, there was a, a cold open done written by Trolley and by uh, Cassie. Uh, but in, for this episode here, uh, Jeff reached out and said, hey, I wrote a limerick. Uh, and so we used his limerick, but then we also used <laughs> Trace and, and Liz already had one written as well. So we put them together, but Jeff's limerick, the first half of today's limerick was written by Jeff. So thank you, Good job, Jeff. Jeff. He, Good job, he did Jeff. a great job and it all 
went perfectly. And uh, yeah. thank you all who sent your uh, <clears throat> messages in. By the way, it worked out so well that, that we were talking about this in the pre-show. I think moving forward, we're going to use Instagram because people were sending me their recordings via Instagram because you can send uh, audio files on Instagram uh, in DMs. Uh, we can do like a call-in portion where if you want to say something about a previous episode, if you have a beef or if you love the way the episode went, send us a, a sound file of, of, of saying so. Don't make it too long, but we will play it on our on our episode and we'll have fun with it. So yeah. it'd be kind of like That's the call-in portion for our show. So I think we're going to do that from now on. You do actual call-ins, like Al. Egg-hauled call-ins. Yeah, so I think it might be fun. <laughs> we, we can try it out and see how it goes. Uh, obviously, content, like I guess, baby. It's all about the yeah, content. It's all about the content, but keep them short, please. Don't don't go like on marathons. Um, uh, But uh, thank you, guys. Thank you, Trace, for filling in last minute. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Jared, for for creating an amazing show. Thank you all on the live stream, everyone on Discord, everyone who's listening right now. Thank you so, so much for listening. You guys have made this podcast more than you could, we we ever imagined. Like, I, I, I had an inkling of how, what I thought it might be or what I wanted it to be, but it's been more than I can imagine. Like, you, everyone's already said, it's taken us on some adventures that we never would have ever in a million years would have thought possible. Uh, and who knows uh, what we went to, we went to Sudbury yeah, more three, than once. Yeah, three times. <laughs> you guys have been there three times, haven't yeah. you? Right. Twice, twice for us. I mean, who knows yeah. what's next for us, but uh, we're going to keep on doing this. We still have Shorzy to celebrate and we still have an amazing community on Discord. I feel like even, I mean, knock on wood, this isn't going to happen. But even if the universe stopped now, the universe stopped now, the community would go on. Oh, yeah. Uh, so that's not that, you know. That's not uh, in doubt for either. So uh, thank you all for, for joining us tonight. I'm going to play us off here with a song from today's episode, uh, the aptly named. Oh, sorry. No, I'm not. I'm going to ask Trace for his final words. Thank you. <laughs> hmm? Oh, me. Um, uh, I will, uh, nailed it, Al. Yeah. I just want to say to you. Uh, Thank you, Tanya, for pointing out that I, I, I completely skipped over Trace. <laughs> uh, Jared and company, I just want to say uh, thank you for this uh, amazing show that's been the catalyst for so, so many things. And uh, I want to go out on a limb here and speak for all the DGENs, and I want to thank every single one of you who uh, have made this podcast, who has opened up this world to everything. And in the middle of COVID, I had COVID, and I watched, started watching Letterkenny, and I went looking for a podcast, and I found a family. So wow. I want to thank y'all, especially on this. And... I'm so glad this isn't the end because that would suck. Mm -hmm. And, but my thanks and gratitude goes to, uh, you, Al, Tanya, Matt, and Victor, who have made a part of this world that we all get to play in. And it's amazing. So thank you. Thanks, bud. All right. I'm going to play this off here with a song aptly named the boys are leaving town by Japan. Japandroids. Japandroids. So here we go.
that's all we have for this episode. Next week, we have our season 12 recap with our friends Dean and Tiara from How Are You Now? And we may have uh, uh, some extra guests as well. So stay tuned for that. If you'd like to support the podcast, please tell a friend. Also, follow us on most social media outlets at ProtostanPod. Thank you for joining us. Now we're going to head over to the after party and uh, and have, you know pour a drink out uh, for the end of Letter Kenny. On behalf of Trace, Tanya, Matt, Victor, and myself, thank you for listening and have a great week. Thank you.